0: Since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, global health systems have been challenged like never before. As time and resources were directed towards responding to the virus, it was the dedication of healthcare workers that kept services running. Amongst the uncertainty, our hardworking Queensland clinicians have continued their pursuit of excellence, innovating and adapting the way they work to ensure consumers always receive the best care possible. To them, the pandemic was an opportunity to learn and grow and to ensure healthcare delivery continues to evolve to the ever-changing landscape. Because if we've learned anything from the last two years, it is that things will always change and our clinicians will always rise to the occasion. The sheer size and distribution of our population will always remain a challenge for the Queensland healthcare system, but with dedication, creative thinking and the integration of new technologies, our clinicians remain at the top of their game and guarantee equitable healthcare, regardless of whether you're in the outback or on the doorstep of our biggest metro hospitals.
1: Firstly, I'd just like to thank everyone for the opportunity to uh, share our little project and explain some of the benefits that we saw from and the feedback from the patients um, about it. The pandemic brought about some um, changes for everybody, and one of the problems that we saw was the physical distancing requirements, particularly with regard to outpatient prescriptions. So outpatient medicines are um, collected by patients, usually from a hospital rather than their community pharmacy, due to the complexity of the medicine that is being collected. So these patients are often chronic diseases, many transplant patients, many special circumstances that mean that these medicines aren't as available in the community and need to be obtained from a a public hospital. So we um, looked at ways that we could come at the problem and sort of reduce the footfall in the the hospital to still service our patients. This uh, drive-through sort of idea was, was one that our director had a long time ago as far as a, a benefit um, to patients of not having to come to the hospital and wait as long. I guess COVID, like um, the previous speaker just said, was a catalyst to sort of try things out a little bit. So the problems that we thought about with the patient load coming to the hospital was the, the foot traffic that were just there for medicines alone. So they weren't there to see anyone else except for collect their monthly prescriptions. Uh, the waiting times at pharmacy, so... In pharmacy and hospitals, we, we have a difficulty of balancing discharging patients, um, service to the wards themselves and the inpatients, as well as our outpatient service. And the thing that tends to happen is wait times get longer than, than what you'd find at your local pharmacy for your, you know, local, you know, your regular prescription. The high-risk consumer population that we see in hospitals, these people are vulnerable people. Um, they are sometimes compromised. And the consequences to these people of, you know, with the COVID situation of of contracting COVID would be much greater than the average person in the community. So we we felt we needed to address that risk and um, focus on these people. And the main concern of ours was to continue our service in the same standard that patients would expect. So a lot of our um, current, you know, the the standard service that is received by patients is a face-to-face consultation to check up on people's medicines, how they're going with them, how they're tracking with side effects, how they're going with monitoring blood blood test results, follow-up from their their clinician, things like this. So all of that usually happens in face-to-face interaction. We have counselling rooms in the pharmacy where we have one-on-one consultations and things like that. And that all was was going to be impacted by the the changes and requirements with the physical distancing. So that brought about a solution was required... This is where you insert the, you know, drive-through jokes. Um, you know, would you like fries with that? You, we've heard them all <laughs> over the time. But essentially, the, the actual drive-through and the collection of the medicine was the smallest part of it, really. Um, the main change that we noticed and the benefits that we saw were when we uh, the step before this, which is where the, um, the same level of service was delivered, but it was delivered virtually. And this part of it was just the, the end of the line, I suppose. So, the main aims and and things that we were focused on monitoring during the the change was to maintain our focus on the the level of information received by the consumers and making sure that they were happy with that and that we we were happy with how we were feeling about the information being provided. And that was centred around a patient survey. And we used initial feedback to sort of do some minor changes to it to make sure that things were relevant to them. We needed to focus on efficiencies and make sure that due to the change that we weren't reducing any of our efficiencies. Um, because one thing with chronic diseases, as Dr. Markwell said this morning, you know that that's gonna be the consequence of COVID. I think the, the pushback of some of these chronic diseases and, and in our place as pharmacists and providing medication, preventative medication, um, that's a real concern of ours but any sort of loss of efficiency or, or disruption or barriers to patients coming and getting their monthly regular medications just results in less medicine taking and less optimal medicine taking. And then we, as the physical distancing requirements changed during the pandemic, we had to sort of keep abreast of that. The process, just to run you through how we, um, how we ran it during the time, a lot of these patients keep their medications, that are hospital-specific medications, with us in the hospital, their repeats and things like that. So the benefit is that the prescription can be ordered and it can be dispensed without the physical dropping off of the prescription. Sometimes our patients out at Redcliffe um, might see a specialist at another site and so they come with the physical script. Uh, These patients were met at the door of the hospital and the script and details were taken from there. Within the hospital itself, uh, any outpatient clinics that were done virtually and any prescriptions that were written were delivered to pharmacy and we were able to then contact patient and arrange whether they would get that medicine from their local pharmacy if it was available that way or to come and get it from us at the hospital. And in that time, we'd then book them in for a collection time and things like that. The other part of this was our colonoscopy clinics. We provide the kits for the the bowel prep for patients to take and we usually provide the explanation on how to to take it appropriately, um, what diet changes are needed, things like that we usually do in a a consultation and the referrals were coming in through that way And those consultations then happened over the telephone or the telehealth method. The main benefit of the telehealth and uh, phone calls system was that we could schedule our workload in our outpatient clinic and and our dispensary. So a lot of times, as it always happens in everyone's role, I'm sure all of the problems, all of the everyone needs their medicine now or everyone needs their problem solved right now. This allowed us a lot of flexibility to be able to triage the workflow and slot a lot of these consultations, phone consultations at the times when discharging patients um, weren't need, didn't need their medicine or that there wasn't a burden on that. That was a huge benefit to, to the workflow and, and the pressure in the dispensary at certain times of the day. The telehealth and telephone uptake, by our patient cohort was amazing, it really surprised us all. You know, older people, I'm sure you've all seen them with their QR codes, you know, these people you wouldn't think are very familiar with a phone, doing very well, and it really surprised us at how adaptable and how um, willing people were to try things like this out with us. And the last step in our process was, was really the, the collection of medicine at, our, at, our, at the car. During this, we, we utilised an advanced scope pharmacy assistant for the deliveries to the car, the assembling of the orders. And as time went on, we um, looked at getting some credentialed, tra- um, getting them credentialed and providing some of the counselling and advice, particularly with regard to the bowel preparations, under the direct supervision of our um, pharmacists. So that's an area for future development. Uh, we think our advanced scope pharmacy systems have the capacity to provide more than um, what they're doing now. Uh, they're very capable and um, with the right training, we've we found that to be quite positive. So I might hand over to Edwin, who can run through some of the results that we found from our survey. Uh, Thank you.
2: Okay, so run through some of the results of the initiative. So on average, we had around um, 10 patients per day that utilised the drive-through service. But at the height of the COVID restrictions, where we had the most number of restrictions in Brisbane, we averaged around 20 patients a day. And and that might not seem a lot by just the 20 patients a day, but it actually saved, um, during normal, non-COVID times, a lot of their carers coming along, or there might be mothers or fathers bringing their kids along. And just thinking about the number of um, touch points or um, social interactions they will have with other consumers, consumers as well as um, staff members during their hospital trip to collect their medications. The patient waiting time dramatically decrease from approximately an hour pre-drive-through service to just two minutes. The 60 minutes constitutes everything from having to hand in the prescription, getting Medicare cards checked, having the prescriptions dispensed and clinically checked by the relevant people within the pharmacy and then getting the medication education from the pharmacist within one of those counselling rooms versus the two minutes because the medication education is provided prior to the drive-through service uh, or the collection occurring. Those two minutes the patient's actually spent only in their car again, helping maintain social distancing. So down the bottom side slide there, shows a few of the more powerful feedbacks that we received in the patient survey, which highlights the efficiency of the service and the gratitude, especially from our older consumers, who sort of benefit of, uh, of this service not only in the pandemic environment but longer term because some of them do have accessibility issues and even though we have a car park relatively close to the hospital a few hundred meter walk uh, for them is, is a significant amount of effort and inconvenience for them to make on a monthly basis. So this slide here shows a few samples of our patient satisfaction survey. So you can tell that from those results there that the patients were extremely satisfied with the service. And the service actually took a much shorter amount of time than they expected in terms of the collection um, part itself. A a high number of the patients also uh, wanted the service to continue outside the pandemic um, times. Other questions that weren't included on the slide there showed that the patients were extremely satisfied with the method of delivery of the medication education, uh, which included telephone counselling and telehealth for more of the complex uh, medication counsellings that were required. And they're also really satisfied with the level of education provided using those digital means. There was a high level of satisfaction from staff as well, like Michael alluded to, they were extremely satisfied with the service in that they could better plan their workload during the day to ensure that the medications um, that were collected through the outpatient service and medication counselling services were provided at times where the the discharge medication workload was lower uh, throughout the day. So, some of the lessons learnt through implementing this initiative or during the trial period, um, that we really needed a dedicated staff member to be able to run this uh, service effectively, from um, being able to book in the patients to appropriate times, being able to um, ensure that they turned up at the uh, right locations at the right times, to rebooking patients if they uh, did not um, attend at the um, specified time as well. Some of the patient feedback was that we really needed a dedicated car space or spot in the loading roundabout at the main hospital entrance to make this service even more smooth for them. So we've really taken that feedback on board and if we have the opportunity to have a hospital expansion in the future, we would be advocating for the pharmacy to be located in a section in the hospital which makes it easier to cater for drive-through service. There were some challenges that we received with, or encountered I should say, with patients not picking up our telephone calls or telehealth services. And that mainly came about due to the fact that the hospital numbers are mainly uh, from, uh, show a private number. So how we got around that was simply to send text messages with numbers to call back and also uh, pre-warning the patients that you'll be expecting a phone call from a private number. We also learned that it took a lot of time to actually package the medications, book people, and deliver the medications to the cars as well, which again, I guess, highlights the importance of having that dedicated staff member to provide that service. And again, like Michael said before, um, the uptake of technology by the patient cohort was exceptional, um, from using using the telehealth services to telephone services to accepting the SMSs and to use the QR code to respond to the patient surveys. And we had a really high number of patients responding to those surveys. The driver initiative was actually quite simple, but one that was extremely well-received from the patient cohort. And if you guys have any questions, we're very happy to answer them via the Clinical Excellence events app. Thank you.
0: As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.